Welcome to the Choosing Simple podcast. I'm your host, Amy Fuel. Modern day life can be hard to navigate, but even a simple homesteading life can be, well, not so simple. In the Choosing Simple podcast, we talk about embracing raw emotions and real life in moments of motherhood, womanhood, this homesteading lifestyle, and beyond. Simplicity doesn't just happen. It's a choice we have to make every single day. So whether you're a tired mama washing dishes at 11 p.m. or a woman gardener battling bugs, this podcast is for you. Let's talk about real life. Let's talk about choosing simple in today's podcast episode. Well, I've not been here for a hot minute, y'all. I have been so busy with uh, various other business tasks and trying to get stuff in order in our house. And as you can see, this office space is not quite in order. If you're watching on YouTube, we've got HOA stuff and business stuff and kids trash. And it's just a normal thing here if you're watching uh, instead of listening. But um, we've been busy in, in a good way, in a lot of good ways. And uh, today, I finally have a quick chance to sit down and do a podcast episode. And I'm really excited about it because it's something that the Lord has been talking to me about personally. And I think that, um, he really wants me to share this with you guys because it is something that we all deal with, uh, right now in this day and age. And I think that the Lord is certainly, certainly speaking to us if we are willing to listen. And, um, I posted something on my Instagram page a few days ago, uh, about what's been changing in our lives over the last month. And so I want to walk through that just really briefly with you guys, and then just kind of share my heart with you about what the Lord is talking to me about specifically, um, in this day and age and this time and what's happening in the world, uh, just and in general. And so to start, we, we, at the end of new year's, uh, at the sorry, at the end of the old year, going into new year, um, we had just an incredible encounter with God. We, and things have changing, been changing ever since we've just had a powerful experience, uh, with, with, uh, the youth at our church, with our own son, who is part of that youth, uh, and really the youth setting the parents of the youth on fire. And really returning back to our first love. Um, it's really easy for us to get caught up in a lot of frivolous, dumb things. Okay. Um, and so I, I want to first start by saying that, that I am absolutely uh, different in a lot of ways than I was even last year. And that's how it should be, right? We should be growing constantly in Christ. We should never be staying the same. We do not, we are not perfect. We do not have it all together. Um, we should constantly be learning and sharing and growing each other. And so, um, you might, there might be a little bit of difference in this podcast episode than some of the episodes from last year. Um, And that's why I'm titling this podcast episode, Fear Not, because I am just as, um, I'm just as guilty of this as anyone else and kind of cashing in on the things that are happening in the world right now. And I don't really want to do that anymore. Um, And I'm going to talk to you about why. So, you know, as we've had this experience, we've just been consuming the word of God. And we have been searching the the face of God and the Holy Spirit. We have really been diving deep into a lot of topics and uh, topics that might even scare the modern day church, like healing and deliverance and the spiritual gifts and various different things like that. 
because it's in the Bible. And that's a whole nother podcast episode for a whole other day. But that's not what this episode is about. And so um, what I'm learning in a nutshell is that uh, the church looks way too much like the world right now. And I actually posted this on my Instagram today at the recording of this podcast. You know, I follow a lot of people, a lot of big influencers and just people in general because they are of the same mindset in a lot of different ways who are posting the same nasty images um, of things they don't agree with, whether it's something as simple as um, pornography, like type of things, like they'll post the cover of a magazine that's soft porn and be like, we shouldn't be reading this. Okay, well then you shouldn't be posting it. Um, And then we even go into deeper things like the evil that is really in this world right now, right? Um, Like the crazy stuff that happened at the Grammys and and various different things or like all of the um, drag queen stuff that goes on right now. Like people are posting pictures. I saw... Y'all, this is not a kid-friendly podcast episode, so you might as well turn it off right now uh, if if you have kids around. But um, the other day, just to be blatantly honest with you, I I was watching or I was looking at an Instagram account that I love to follow, and he was talking about um, he had posted pictures of like this drag queen strip time, and the the drag queen was half naked, like showing his butt everywhere, and I don't want to see that, like. That, I don't want to see that as a Christian. Um, if I wanted to see it, then I would go to these drag shows, right? Like, and and so the Lord has just <laughs> really been talking to me about this because we are no better by posting these images of things that we disagree with and by dwelling on these things that we don't agree with, okay? Um, and so to attack onto that, what's really been going through my mind is... Um, how much fear we propagate. So it's anywhere from the things I just mentioned to, you know, food shortages and, um, you know, even in times, right? Like I, I saw a quote from someone the other day. It's been a few weeks ago now, so I'm not going to get it word for word, but basically saying shame on the body of Christ, shame on the body of Christ. Now this is from a scholar, uh, and a theologian and, um, a, a Jewish man who I really, really highly regard. Um, and he said, shame on the body of Christ that you are monetizing the end times, that you are monetizing um, fear. Now, there's a difference between sharing about the end times, right? And then um, cashing in on fear. Uh, the Bible says that the spirit of fear does not come from God, right? And so... The Bible says over and over and over again, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. Like so many times, y'all go to the Bible app or the Bible gateway app or on your computer and just type in fear not, or just the word fear. And look how many times God says not to fear the world over and over again. Never once, never once does God say fear the world and what's to come. In fact, he says fear not. Fear not what is coming, but you know what he says you should fear? You should fear him. You should have the fear of the Lord within you, right? You should fear God and what what God is and who he is and, and just be in awe of him, right? 
So I want to talk to you. I want to give you a few scriptures real quick. Of course, we all know the John 16, 33 that says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. That is really the only single verse that I need to say to you. I'm going to read it again. And I want you to really cling onto every word as I say it, okay? John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things. He's talking about the things that are to come. The things that we're going to see happening. I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, did he mean that we wouldn't have trouble? No, he said, you will have trouble. Some of you will be martyred. Some of you will be gossiped about. Some of you will be dragged down and beaten. Some of you will be stoned to death. We're going back to Bible times and even modern times in some countries. And you know, it could get that way here for all we know. But he said, I tell you these so that you would have peace. He didn't say, I tell you these so that you would make a YouTube video spreading fear all over the place and telling people to rush, 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 rush around or else, you know, they're going to die right? No. He said, I tell you this so you would have peace. And if he's telling us, so we'll have peace. We're called to make disciples of everyone. And so if we are discipling people, if we are turning people into disciples, then we should also be telling them this. We should not have fear. We should have knowledge. We should have uh, wisdom. And that comes from God, but we should not have fear. Because at the end of the day, if we're saved and we're truly walking with Christ, then we have nothing to fear because we know where we're going. Even if somebody were to kill this fleshly, earthly body, uh, we know the truth. Even when people do talk badly about us, we know where, um, we know that the spirit of the Lord can talk to us in an instant, especially if it's not our time to go. And he can pick us up just like that. Just, just at the flick of the finger, um, And so he tells us these things so that we would trust in him and have peace. So I just wanted to leave with that. And there are some other verses I want to share with you real quick. Okay. So Psalm 46, two says, therefore we will not fear though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Can you imagine watching the earth go away and the mountains falling into the sea right now at the making of this podcast episode, we're watching, um, Turkey and Syria be demolished by, by biblical proportion earthquakes. And we're just going to throw that out there. This is highly unusual. This is highly unusual, uh, for these massive earthquakes to be happening one after the other, after the other y'all, I'm not talking about, you know, when I was growing up, we'd have an earthquake in Hawaii. And then a few days later, there might be one in Canada. And then a few days later, there might be one in, um, Turkey or whatever. Uh, earthquakes happen, right? And so everybody would always say, oh, it's the end times. No, (laughs) we're watching Turkey truly go through, um, not the normal average everyday earthquake, y'all. We are watching Turkey go through centuries of never experiencing anything like this. I'm, I'm not sure that anyone has really experienced anything like this in the last century of five to seven magnitude earthquakes over and over and over again in a two-day time period. Their cities are literally crumbling, okay? There are missionaries in those locations. There are missionaries in those spaces. There are people who fear the Lord in those spaces. And just as Rahab's house did not fall in the wall when the wall fell, I do believe that the Lord is saving people um, in, in Turkey and in Syria 
for this very reason. It says Psalm 46 two. therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Psalm 91 five says you will not fear the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day. Psalm 91 is very special to me because we, uh, as some of you might know, we have a school in our church that, uh, I started with a friend of mine last year and, um, we are making the kids memorize all of Psalm 91 this year. And I, my husband and I both had to memorize Psalm 91 when we went to a private Christian school, um, years ago. And so I thought this year, the Lord had laid it on my heart to have the, these kids memorize Psalm 91 this year. And, um, we've really been diving in and talking about, you know, it, Psalm 91 five says, you will not fear the terror of night, nor for the error that flies by day. And it, you guys go read Psalm 91, all of it. But it's specific to to one person in the body of Christ. It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. And it's very important to know that Psalms 91 is not just for the whole body of Christ. It's for those who dwell, who truly dwell with the Lord. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's what the first verses say. And so... um, we can't dwell with the Lord if we're too busy worrying about these other things, right? Uh, Proverbs 3, 7 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Uh, and evil I read, uh, there's another verse I forgot to write down um, that I wanted to share with you, but it's Philippians 4, 8, where it says, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is honest and pure, whatever is praiseworthy, think on those things. Meditate on those things. Don't meditate on these other things. And so Proverbs 3, 7 really reiterates that. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Isaiah 8, 11 through 13 says, this is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. We're talking about, um, the people who are not following God. Do not call conspiracy. Everything this people calls conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not dread it. The Lord almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. And I think it's really, we really um, need to think about godly fear. John Bevere has a good book. uh, I think it's called The Awe of God, where he's talking about the fear of the Lord. And um, I think, you know, we, we love Jesus. We love talking about the love and mercy and grace of Jesus. We often love talking about the Holy Spirit for guidance, but we forget the God of the Old Testament, right? Um, And so I think it's really important to remember that. We are saved through grace alone and mercy alone, and God is still God. He doesn't change, and he hasn't changed, and um, one day we will see the power of, of what he has behind that. Um, Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And again, there's a prerequisite to that. It's those who dwell with the Lord, those who know him, not those who he knows, but those who know him. And finally, Isaiah 51, 6 through 8 says, lift up your eyes to the heavens. Look at the earth beneath. The heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment and its inhabitants die like flies. But my salvation will last forever. My righteousness will never fail. Hear me, you who know what is right. 
You people who have taken my instruction to heart, do not fear the reproach of mere mortals or be terrified by their insults. For the moth will eat them up like a garment. The worm will devour them like wool, but my righteousness will last forever. My salvation through all generations. And praise the Lord for that, right? Even when all of this is gone, he still remains. That's his promise. He will always remain always, even when we are gone from here, right? God is no respecter of man. He can use whoever he wants to use, but we really need to understand that, um, when we allow our minds to just be filled with current events, when we allow our lives and our minds and our hearts and our spirits to just be open willy nilly to everything that the world is talking about, we are losing sight. We are losing sight of what the Lord tells us to worry about. And well, not worry about because he tells us not to worry, but to think about. And I want to go back to John sixteen thirty three. after we've read all of those. He says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And that kind of wraps up everything that we just talked about. So I want to encourage you as you are... You are really in this new year already. We're in the second month at the recording of this podcast and you are just seeing the world and how it is. You're, you're looking at the news, you're reading newspaper articles, you're watching even, even miniature communities implode, right? Like we, we've been watching some things with the homesteading community that have kind of started going crazy in the last few months. And we've been watching in the prepping community and seeing how some of that's gone crazy in the last few months. Um, And I think it's really important that the Bible says you've not been given a spirit of fear. And there's a reason that um, Jesus, everywhere he went, he delivered people of demons. The first thing that he said was casting out demons, healing the sick, raising the dead, all of that. But, um, we often take for granted that uh, fear is, is a spirit and it will attack us and it will consume us and it will consume our communities and it will consume our nations. I say nations, not as a physical country, but our nations, our nation groups, right? Like Israel is not just a country on the map. Israel is a nation, okay? Um, From the beginning of time, Israel was a people group. It was a nation of people, not a nation on a map. Because how many times was Israel not back in their homeland, right? And so I really think it's important that we stop and think about that as a people group, as the body of Christ, as a nation, as the kingdom, as the Bible says, the kingdom of God. Um, fear can take root and it can take hold and it will spread like the worst weed you have ever, ever seen. And I think that has to stop with us. If we are going to get anywhere in these dark times that are ahead of us, we cannot, we cannot allow fear to be in our mouth any longer. We cannot um, allow fear to take hold of our families. We cannot allow fear to take hold of our communities. There is a better way. There is peace. There is comfort. The Bible talks about peace that, that surpasses all understanding. Did you know that even in the worst of times, and I know this to be true because I've experienced it in my worst of times, you can have a peace that surpasses all understanding if you search the heart of God, if you dwell with God, if you are in tune to his Holy Spirit and what he's, he wants for you, okay? And so um, 
I challenge you, uh, as you begin to think about this, you know, it might mean getting out of chat groups or unfollowing people that just talk about fear-based information. You know, it's good to be informed. I'm all about being informed. The Bible says my people perish for lack of knowledge. I think we should be informed. I do not believe we should be informed through the spirit and lens of fear. I believe there's a right and wrong way of doing it. And I believe that it can consume us. And therefore, again, as I reiterate, if you are consumed by all of this stuff, then you are not dwelling with God. Um, and you should fear the Lord in that. Um, and and the things that could come upon us as a nation or as a person, individual person, when we don't dwell with God. Because then we are in the world. Then we are um, susceptible to the world and all that it has, which is not great for us. So fear not. Fear not. And I just challenge you that. Challenge you that as you go forward. If you are an online influencer, I challenge you um, to not spread fear because it's not biblical. And so uh, I know me personally, I have pulled away from a lot of that. I have pulled away from relationships that were fear uh, based. I have pulled away from um, chat groups that were fear based. I have pulled away from my Instagram feed. I've unfollowed a lot of people that were fear based or that were posting those things that I didn't want to see. Like, I don't want to see that stuff. Um, you're going to have to make hard decisions and some of those decisions may not be what other people want, but, uh, you have to do what makes, makes the Lord happy. And so I just want to encourage you guys to press into God and be only concerned with what God wants for your life and what he's called us to do and be. And sometimes that's really difficult, right? Sometimes that's really difficult for us to do, but it is well, well worth it. All right, guys, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Choosing Simple podcast. We will link some of the show notes in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And until next time, don't forget to choose simple.